Welcome to Pop Rocks, where artists pop. My name is Evan Bieber, and this is a podcast for music lovers and anyone passionate about independent and emerging artists. Prairie Fire is a rock band from Long Island, New York. They released their debut EP, Studies and Observations, earlier this year. The first track on the EP, King B, can also be found featured on Spotify's Emo Right Now playlist. Hey, everybody. What up? What up? How's it going? Hey, how are you? Good. Pretty good. Living the dream. Yeah, nice. Could you guys introduce yourselves? Uh, I'm Brian. I sing. My name's Austin. I play guitar. And I'm Steve, and I also play guitar. Nice. And it's nice to, to meet all of you. <laughs> yeah, too. nice to meet you, too. Of course. Thanks for having us. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, I'm a huge fan of your EP, so I'm really happy that we get to chat about it today. Thanks. It means a lot, honestly. Uh, we started writing those songs just to have some fun, and then... I don't know. We decided let's record them, and we're still a band, even though we're just kind of I don't know having fun with it. But uh, it's nice to actually have fun again in music. It's been a yeah. fun project. I know music. It, it's an interesting thing, and I don't know if you guys feel the same because I I saw from you like your first. I I stalked all the way back to like your first Instagram posts, and it seems like. You guys are like a nice, like you all were in other bands before, possibly. Yeah. And that you came together and kind of joined this one. And it's kind of nice, uh, not to speak for you, but it's nice as a musician to see that like, yeah, it can be fun. Like sometimes you can feel jaded in in the in everything. So it's, it's awesome to hear that. It's just like you're having a good time with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. We, uh, we all kind of knew each other over the years and you know, played shows, but uh, we all kind of had this, like, let's actually have, like, a punkish band. I don't even know what we were going for when we started, but Steve and I I worked together at a manufacturing (laughs) facility at the time, so there was a plethora of, you know, dead dreams to write about. So uh, a lot of these songs were just like, all right, I'm almost 30. What's the subject matter going to be? All right maybe just try to be positive you know yeah like the real like the thoughts of my life which is just like fuck how did we get here you know i do know yeah i think that's probably why i related with it so much because i feel so deeply the same (laughs) um i think we're all there somehow we are definitely all there um when did you guys all meet I feel like everyone kind of knew each other somewhat before I came into the picture because I, I didn't start really playing in, in the like the local Long Island scene till about like 2018, maybe 2017, like 2018. I've been playing live music forever, but like I didn't find like Brian Austin and our drummer Ethan and uh, a lot of our other friends till I don't want to say recently, but like more recently. Yeah, we've definitely known uh, each other for a little bit, but the first time the three of us played together was actually for a Foo Fighters cover set. And... Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Forgot about that. What'd you yeah, play? that was a great time. That was 2019. Shout out, John. I don't think I've ever been so drunk playing a show <laughs> as I was. That was so fun. I, me, me uh, 
me and my friend John and my friend Greg did a Muse cover set, and then right after, me, Brian, Austin, our friend John and Ryan did a Foo Fighters cover set. So we, me and my friend John did double wow. cover set. It was crazy. That is crazy, but that sounds fun. And when did you when did you decide to form Prairie Fire? What was it, 2020, 2021? Yeah. During the pandemic. Just kind of like Ethan was over at my apartment at the time. And he was like, oh, would you want to do like, I don't know, let's just have fun and jam. No, no pressure. And me and him had both been in bands that were like over six year endeavors, you know. Mm-hmm. So doing anything new musically was like, you know, do I want to sign up for this? Yeah. So yep. Stin and Ethan were playing in a band called Makeshift. They ruled. So they had been playing together for like probably over a decade now. And then Maddie was our one friend who played in numerous bands with all of us. So we were like, do you want to play bass? And then Steve-O worked with me and I just begged him for months and months and months. And then we couldn't tell our one friend because we didn't want him to be bummed at our job. So we kind of snuck him in the band for another year. So Steve-O was like a uh, top secret hidden member. It wasn't a year. It was like a couple months. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And did you guys decide, you decided this based on just kind of like, let's have fun. Let's form a new type of project. um, Something different than what you were already working on. Yeah really who do we want to hang out with every week and who could we legitimately like there's nothing worse than being in a room with people who are not like when you feel like creatively stifled then you're never gonna write but if you go into a space and you're like you know we're gonna hang out we're gonna get some food if we write something that's cool if not we'll come next week but it was definitely based off of people we wanted to hang out with and also like what they've done over the years that's awesome and that's probably like you can hear that in the music because you can hear that you guys are like concise but also it it when you when you're live you can see that with a band too like you know when a band likes to hang out with each other (laughs) and you know when a band just comes together just for like a show oh no definitely uh we get silly for sure (laughs) because again you know when everyone's on the same page like just love doing music and we want to do things we like at this point then you could just you're not really held down by anything you don't have to go up there and pretend you're something it's like no just enjoy it exactly just have fun um who are some of the artists that you would say inspire your music a lot but i think i think what we were going for originally was like uh we we all really like this band mansions from seattle um i think uh how do you guys want to add to that I, i feel like mansions was like the main one uh say anything for me um like modest mouse modest mouse there like i know those are weird but like compiling all those different styles and just having fun with it um but definitely mansions uh trying to think of some other good ones iron sea honestly was a huge one for us 
from Long Island, like Ladderman. Uh, yeah, Ladderman. Represent. Got the tattoo. Polar Bear Club. Polar Bear Club. Old Just your stereotypical, you know, 2000s mix of music, plus some 90s influence. Nice. I wanted to talk about King B, because that was the first song I heard from you guys. And, and it was also the first song that you put out as a band. But I think it's Oh, hell yeah. um, it is so good. Can you tell me a little bit about the backstory of that song? Steve, I'll take it. All right. Uh, I actually wrote the, the the two parts for it. I brought it to band practice. Um, actually, funny enough, speaking of Modest Mouse, I listened to that one record. What is it? The Moon in Antarctica? Is that what it's called? Yes. Um, the first song... Um, I forgot the name of it already. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Third Planet? I don't know. I, I just like, listened to the whole record all the way through. I think I was like on my way home from work, and then I sat down with my guitar, and I was like, all right, like th- this was like when I first joined this band, so I, I haven't brought anything to the table yet. And then like I just it just came out, like the whole, not, not the whole song, but just like the, the two parts. Um, and then I brought it to practice, and then everyone was like, oh, yo, like this is great. Like Let's do it. And then it just happened, but uh, it started in my basement with just me. Wow, yeah, it's it's really catchy, really good. <laughs> oh, no, it was once you brought that up, it was like, all right, hold up, just keep playing that. And shout out to El Paso Burrito made that possible. Oh yeah. And uh, but yeah, like lyrically, I just freestyled that. Just kind of was like, hmm, what's pissed me off today? And we did, like, a recording on the phone. I'm like, oh, shit. This sounds pretty good. Damn. All right. Like, that song legitimately made us think about it differently. Also, I think I heard from it from... um, It was on the Spotify editorial playlist emo right now. And I think that's where I heard it the first time. Um, How did it feel to be included in, like, a Spotify editorial playlist? Insane. We have no idea. Yeah, because that's crazy. Like, you know, it's it's like you don't know. <laughs> it's no, it's I mean, I in my band, like my other band, Crash the Com, that I was in for a while, like we had a lot of good things happen to us. But then this band, we've literally just been like, ah, for the love of the game, we're going to just, you know, see where it goes. So then to look on your phone one day and be like, oh, you're on this playlist. It doesn't even feel real. Mm-hmm. You're just like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? But it's fulfilling yeah. because it's just something we did because we wanted to. And then it happened organically, but crazy. Yeah, that's probably the best way for it to happen, honestly, because it's yeah. more real that way. <laughs> it's humbling, you know? Totally. And how did it feel when you like first saw, I guess not even the, the numbers, which I'm sure was cool too but how did you feel when you first kind of like connected with people and saw the success of that song um i personally just felt i felt like a little bit more secure because the vocal style i was doing was just trying to tap into a new voice so getting positive feedback on it was very nice and i don't know it kind of just was something that i appreciate 
but I try not to think too much into. I'm just trying to, you know, be grateful. And all the feedback you get, I'm super awkward. So I'm just like, thank you so much. I, think I appreciate it. But it's humbling. Now, when you recorded King B, did you already have the rest of the EP like already written and recorded? Or was it kind of like at different times? Uh, no, it wasn't recorded. It was one of the last songs we wrote. And it kind of, I feel like you can hear it, like the progression of the songs. So when we went into track it with our friend Adam we were like okay what can we do here and we've been talking about it because we kind of became infatuated with the song and we're like let's add strings let's add all this shit so for this song in particular it just changed our approach towards it because it made us more hyped uh, I also want to talk about Death of an Artist great song um love the music video especially for like living in new york can you tell me a little bit about um that song and uh the music video also the song basically was uh just a demo i had made and i don't know i liked it and i was gonna kind of keep it for myself and then our drummer ethan was like it's really good can we use it it's really good so then we did it as a full band like i we just jammed it out and then everyone kind of made it their own thing and we got to use it and i'm glad that you appreciate that song because that song is kind of me just explaining my current state i guess just being like fuck man you are the old dude now like yeah what what is happening it's a sad it's a sad reality honestly when, when it is when like so many of our artists that or artists that I grew up with classic or like dad rock. I'm like, what do you I mean? Know. That's just rock. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's like one of those things where the older I get, the more I reflect on just what I'm doing, where I've been. And a lot, of, a lot of that song is kind of going like, ah, just be grateful for what you have. And enjoy yeah. the moment because life's long and the good times are short. Totally. And tell me a little bit about the music video also and like I what I... inspired it, I guess. Um, our friend Anthony was the one that kind of did all of the directing and the shooting for the video. Um, he had based it off of an old like mob movie from the 70s that definitely I remember them of. Um, but it's very much like a, an uncomfortable type of vibe, like the main characters in debt and he's kind of trying to escape that so that's definitely uh, the kind of mood that that whole video is trying to yeah i love the i love the video it matches the colors of like the song and kind of just like the feel of it yeah Um, no it's beautiful and i want to hear about studies and observations as a whole for me personally i heard king b again from the spotify emo right now playlist and i was like damn this band has a great sound like it really stood out for me from the playlist and so then from that i went to your whole ep and i listened to it and i was like oh this is so good and so i basically just like had it on repeat for a while every song on it is so good and it's also very different like it didn't 
uh, I was like really pleasantly surprised because sometimes you could go for like the same sound in every song, which is fine, but it didn't all sound like King B. Like every song had its own like moment, which I thought was cool, which is also like Death of an Artist was a really good choice, I think, for a second single. Um, exactly. So like that, the whole EP is really, really great. Can you tell me a little bit about, I guess, the recording process for that and just kind of how you put that EP together? I honestly, the recording process was such a great time. Uh, Adam is uh, probably one of the best producers I've ever worked with. Uh, he's, he's a very animated guy. Um, he gives amazing advice. Um, always has good ideas and like the tracking was just very smooth uh, Ethan and Austin uh, maybe Brian like all knew him beforehand I had just met him like the first time going in um, yeah I think all the songs being different are just reflective of all of us kind of just having different tastes but also yeah I can't I hate that where it's like oh we're going to do a 10 song or 5 song all the same thing in the same key and they sound cool but then you don't listen to it a month later because you're like i get this sound it's all boring to me yeah so just collaborating everyone having different stuff steve-o bringing king b uh maddie bringing uh highland highland there we, we go we, we all have way. like we have we crazy all, names originally. We, all, we, we remember our than. songs by demo names, not the names of the... Uh, so King B is actually Iron Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Death of an yeah. Artist is Fast Song. And uh, what's what's the last song called? Highlanders, Maddie's song. Nightwatch. Uh, Nightwatch is Snail Weed. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, those are also awesome songs. You need yeah. like an EP part two where it's like those song titles also. <laughs> I think for our, our next record, we should just keep all the original demo names. Actually, some of them probably won't work. <laughs> I don't know. I, but, I would listen. Those are great names too. Uh, I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, but yeah, like I think, again, those names just kind of reflect whenever we were jamming, we were just having fun. So it when it came to recording we all went to new jersey for six or seven days and we just all hung out slept in like a little bunk room nice. so i don't know it was like being 19 again yeah because you had nothing to do just record hang out and eat food that's the best where you just saw like you're just kind of like in a creative zone exactly and you just hang out yeah the whole time <laughs> yeah that's that's honestly a dream. It's like I wish we could just live in that world, <laughs> you know. Oh, it's, the worst oh, yeah. is when you come back to reality and you're just like, maybe I should jump in front of the train today. I mean, I don't <laughs> exactly. want to put anyone on that, but yeah, but yeah. I would rather just be doing music all the time. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. But you need you need the dichotomy because at least for me, I'm grateful for my life because it affords me a plethora of emotions and crazy i don't know perspectives yep so i wouldn't really trade it yeah but yeah, it'd be really nice to just be like ah you know what next six months i'm just gonna fuck off and tour yeah. everywhere totally well i mean that's like i guess the struggle of like 
especially like I've been interviewing artists for a bit and I found the most interesting time personally was like during COVID and during like quarantine. Cause like in theory you have all the time to create, you know what I mean? Like your home, yeah. but no one's inspired by anything because nothing is happening. Like you don't have a life. So like nothing is really like truly inspiring. To I wrote, anything. I wrote more in COVID um, because Steve and I, where we worked, uh, produced stuff that was, like, needed. Mm -hmm. So, honestly, going to the machine shop every day and then coming mm -hmm. out to Armageddon, bro, phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal well of writing and inspiration. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, that was a weird time because I think just everyone was forced to reflect. Yeah. You know, who am I? What am I doing? And is it important? Totally. Totally. That was definitely a great time to reflect. Um, so I know you guys have done, I mean, I know you guys have played a lot of live gigs through all of your careers even before, but for Prairie Fire, what are some of your favorite songs that you've performed live? Um, mm -hmm. King B. King, King B and, uh, well, King B, Death of an Artist, and uh, we, we've been playing this new song. Um, so that's, that's been the favorite. <laughs> We don't even have a name for it yet. <laughs> we do, but it's our former place. Well, yeah, yeah. it's it's a some of us might have been there yeah. for some time, but it's it's a song that's literally the lyrics are definitely COVID vibes. Where mm -hmm. it's just like every day you wake up and you're like, "Fuck, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to face this day." But if you flip that attitude and just lie to yourself, honestly you normally end the day in a better place so this that song i love playing live because it's like my own pep talk by the yeah. end of it i'm like oh that's right you know she's just be happy it's all good yes i can't wait to hear that song because that's how i literally feel every day <laughs> yeah you just gotta fake it till you make it you know work with steve was nice because we both share the same passion about music and we're both kind of like on the same page with life. So that's why when I wanted him to join Perry, I was like, this is, this is perfect. His style will change kind of what we're doing. And then stand on guitar. It's like the shredmeister. So like everyone bringing these different things together, it was so cool to see it compiled and how it worked out. So, you know, the next show we play, come out. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know when it will be. Someone ask us, but <laughs> yeah. we'll play another show. Say, it'll we'll come come to Brooklyn. Oh, I'm just I'm just singing. Absolutely, I would love to come to Brooklyn. I don't have to bring an amp, nothing. I'm there. <laughs> perfect, perfect. Um, I thought before I let you guys go, I thought I'd ask you some random questions if you were cool with that. Absolutely. Sure. All right, the first one is a tough one, so we're starting strong. If you were stranded, I don't know why you would be, but if you were stranded on a deserted island, but you could only listen to one album, what would that album be for each of you? Explosions in the sky, the earth is not a cold, dead place. You knew it right Whoa. away. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought about it. You were ready. Yeah, you... <laughs> For me, it would probably be Mandala by RX Band. It's because of the uh, the the way that they like 
the way that they jam after every song and every song is like six or seven minutes long and i just like every time i listen to it i hear something different mm-hmm. and that they're just my favorite band of all time so i'm not gonna lie i don't even know arcs bandits is that really of me i know but I was it's okay they showed me them California. They're a California band. Okay. They're uh, they've been around for for probably thirty years now. Oh wow. They used to be a ska band and then they turned into a I guess like a progressive rock band. I don't know. They're they're the craziest band ever. Like just amazing musicians. They're they're everything that I try to to be like for a band, like writing wise. Yeah. Obviously. Um, but yeah, no, just great great band. All right, I'm gonna Flawless. check out. I'm gonna check out all those albums after. Um, what if you could be friends with any TV show character? Who would it be? <laughs> any character? Yeah, anyone. Oh, I got it. You know the guy with the crazy hair from Ancient Aliens? <laughs> yes. That guy. That guy. I don't care. My life would instantly <laughs> become way more interesting. Totally. Like you'd be like, "Hey, man, you want to go night spotting?" Yeah, exactly. If maybe, possibly, in yeah. some way, could be. <laughs> yeah. That guy is like the lawyer for aliens. He's like, your honor, surely yes. there could be a way that they came to this planet with the ancient Egyptian people. Yeah. <laughs> they sell you so well. They sell you. Yeah, that's a good That's a good friend. He has your back. He's loyal. <laughs> yeah, for real. For real. I think... This is kind of a weird one, but I, I think I want to be friends with like, like Bear Grylls from uh, what is it, Man vs. Wild? Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy camping a lot with my friends from uh, from Oceanside. I don't really get to do it a lot with them anymore, but um, it would just be nice to like experience that. Totally. Yeah, and then you know, have someone that knows what they're doing, and they could do it. Zombie apocalypse. You're yeah. good. You're, yeah, I'm you're good. Safe. That's smart. That's really smart. And my last question is, who is most likely to be late for everything? Hmm. How do we answer this? We're all pretty on time, so. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that. Should we wow. just We're throw, all... like, should we just throw Ethan under the bus? Do it. Uh, oh, yeah, that's true. Honestly. What well, because Ethan usually has work. Yeah. Ethan. Yeah, usually... so Ethan, there you go. Ethan the, the, Ethan's our drummer. He's late. <laughs> uh awesome he's gonna well, be screaming when he watches this he's, he's like, like i'm not late <laughs> i'm not late you're late ethan just kidding <laughs> um well thank you guys so much for chatting with me today i really appreciate it it was nice to meet and and learn more about you yeah th- thank you for having us evan honestly i really enjoyed this and uh hopefully we'll see you in person yes exactly i hope to see you guys soon thank you it's nice to meet you Thank you, you too. Have a good night.